Hello and welcome to the Chocobo Radio Podcast. This is episode three. We're here with the Lord Master. Hey. Sonic Stribe. The, the one and only. And the one and only, man, which I'm super excited for <laughs> because I, bro, like, especially like a few months ago, I was just binge watching all his stuff, like everything. <laughs> so when, when Paco said like, oh, uh, we can have him in the, on the pod, I'm like, word? For real? I, 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 would, I was shocked you said yes, which I, I think that is my first question. Mr. Lore Master, what are you doing on this rinky dink podcast? <laughs> Don't call it that. <laughs> yeah, and Regan Nick no more. I mean, yeah. he, he, oh, man. We are legit now. We are legit. Thank you. Thank you. No, <laughs> no. Like, there's nothing like wrong, I say, with just like accepting wanting to talk to people about mm-hmm. all sorts of things. Because, like, think about it this way in my opinion less than two years ago my channel i think only had like a few hundred subscribers or something mm-hmm. and so in my mind i haven't really become that big yet so mm. i i would never see myself as above spending time with fellow like either lore enthusiasts or just gaming nerds like mm. yourselves i respect that thank you i like because like you said, the, you're the people I make this content for in the first place. It, it would be weird of me to yeah. suddenly say, no, you <laughs> goodness. Yeah, I, I and I, I do want to thank you for making such long videos, mainly because I and I, I might be I might be um, this might just be something that I do. But I when I am driving, I, I while I do like to listen to music, sometimes I'll just put on like a podcast or, or or a video where somebody's just talking through it and that is yeah. how i came across your video um and i i, I do want to thank you for that because i drive a lot for my job so having oh, really? con- yeah ha- having final fantasy content that i could just listen to on my on my two-hour drive is just so it, it, it just makes it go so by so quicker two hours every day well, not every day, but um, every, every once in a while, I'll have to make a drive, you know, across the city. And I, I, I just put on one of your videos and it just makes it yeah. go by. Yeah, I drive for work, so that's exactly what I was doing, too. Oh, yeah. man. I've heard that a lot, actually. People say, like, they put me on uh, their cars or uh, they'll do it for lunch. And a lot of people have actually come up to me and said, I love listening to your videos right before I fall asleep. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> and they're and they're like, your yeah. voice is so relaxing. I can it's I am pre- able to soothing. fall asleep to the sound of your voice. And I'm like, bang! <laughs> like I don't know how I feel about that, but I mean, yeah, exactly. Works. It's like it, it it's the thing of like I'm glad that my voice isn't so like grating that it. <laughs> hard to listen to but on the other hand am i putting you to sleep mm-hmm. and of course they always say no 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 you're just very soothing <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> right. so yeah I... like it's just it just flows like but like smooth like butter that's mm-hmm. what it is like so i i, I think where i want to start today is by is by talking about the video that you made called uh so i made final fantasy 14 lore videos for an entire year and the reason why i wanted to start there was because I, 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 like I said, like I, I was listening to that on my way home, and I was, I was shocked at how, at how raw it felt, how, how, how personal you were getting with your, with your thoughts on, on content creation. So, I, I, I think my first question really was, um, was, was that more of a spur of the moment idea? Was this something that you scripted for a couple of weeks? Like, how, how did that video come together? That was a very spur of the moment mm. idea. And the reason was is that it was late at night and I just so happened to see that uh, the date and I was like, oh, a little more than a year. Huh. And here's the thing. I'm not a huge celebratory guy. Mm. Like when my birthday rolls around, I'm like, Psh, whatever, just another day. Who cares? So when the first like official year of me taking my channel seriously rolled past i'm like you know what while i didn't have anything planned why not just talk about my experience 
in the process of getting from there to here for anyone else who might be interested in hearing about that. And like you said, it, uh, that was a mask off video. It was just me wanting to be real with everyone. Just tell them my experiences. Okay. So in the video, you brought up uh, Vadi Vidya. Who are some of your uh, YouTube inspirations? Oh, so many good <laughs> lore channels on YouTube to serve as inspiration. Yeah. Like, I could spend all day talking about the different channels and why I like all of them. Uh -huh. it, it's just like Vadi Vidya, Fudge Muppet, My Name is Bife. Those are like some of the biggest ones people have heard okay. of and know about. Yeah. But there are others like Wolf Lord Rowe. He does good uh, Warhammer 40k content. Mm -hmm. Mm. And like there are some other good ones too, but yeah, I could go on. <laughs> yeah, Here, here, here's a question I, I have for you, um, because I, I when it, I remember when I was watching one of your videos, I kept I kept the uh, because I, I I like body video as well, and I think one this might be a silly question, but the the body video of Final Fantasy fourteen would that title be something that? would irk you is that something that you would that you would like how, how, how would you feel about that the Vadi video of 14 mm -hmm. that would feel i'd be honored mm. and also personally underwhelmed at the same time mm, yeah. kind of kind of just like oh crap i am in i am not at his level yet no way right <laughs> well listen in my opinion like you just said you're not big but in my opinion you're all on your way like the way you do your videos is really good just yeah you're doing it bro oh, I'm, I'm just trying to figure out how you how you learn all this stuff <laughs> because it's like oh. how did i miss oh <laughs> how did i miss this stuff <laughs> yeah yeah that that is a very good question when, when you put together a lore video like are you just googling stuff are you oh, are, no, are you no, taking no, no, notes no, 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 as no. you're doing msq like how how what is your what, what does that look like uh, I'll explain my process. Mm -hmm. uh, so when it comes to researching for a lore video, like, of course, first I got to choose a topic and I'll ask myself, okay, how much time is this going to take? Because <laughs> oh. doing a video on, like, a city-state takes a lot of time and research. Uh, when compared to doing, like, a dungeon, for example. That's cut and drive, super easy, bing, bang, boom, there it is. Uh, so the type of video determines how much time it takes, but when it comes to the actual research portion, there are only three places I go to for lore. The game itself, mm -hmm. official publications, i.e. Encyclopedia Eorzea Volumes 1 and 2, mm. with a third on the way, Yoshi P, you better give me one. <laughs> and uh, the last source is the official... Uh, Final Fantasy XIV, i.e. Square Enix website, mm. where they have released short stories. And those are official short stories for the world of Final Fantasy XIV. Yeah. So, okay. it, but that's where it ends. I do not mm. go any further than, I don't go to Wikipedia, I don't Google anything, I just stick to the official source material nice. as closely yes. as I can. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, misinformation and whatnot. Misinformation all the time. And there, and I've been informed that a few wiki pages have been changed because of me. <laughs> wow. Oh, look, 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 at look at you making the impact. Look at you putting the was, right information. <laughs> that, that, that was not the intention. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I, they're just like, yeah. Uh, so when the, the information on this character was changed after your video was uploaded. And I'm like, uh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Is, does it, um, what, what, what does that fact checking process look like for you? Is, is it scary to, to put out a video and, you know, think you may have gotten something wrong? How, how much of that is uh, is in your mind when you have a video? Well, uh, we're only human. And at the end of the day, I know I'm going to make a mistake somewhere. Yeah. And again, I'm not the one who wrote the thing. I'm just trying to, like, Retail provide what I've been given as best as possible. Uh. And so I've given myself, I guess you would call it wiggle room. I tell myself, like, I'm aiming for, like, 90 to 95% accuracy. Okay. Mm. 
So, like, that 5 to 10% inaccuracy is either the writers changing their mind or failing to elaborate, or, as you said, sometimes there are things that I might just overlook. And there have been, I think, on two separate occasions, I've uploaded a video, something was brought to my attention, I brought it down, fixed it, and then re-uploaded. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. That, that takes a lot. Yeah. Are you, um... I don't know if you uh have you played uh other final fantasies other than 14 oh like almost almost all of them <laughs> are you familiar all the main mm. titles are you familiar with the um the youtube series a retrospective of like uh final fantasy 13 or whatever yes, have you seen that one i am i'm familiar with that one. so i remember him saying in the video i really was like i think it was in his uh verse not versus 13 it was a. Uh, type zero video when he was saying that like he really has to make sure that he has everything down because like once he uploads it because it's like an hour long video once he uploads it it's kind of hard for him to kind of like you know fix it so he has to make sure he covers all his ground so the reason why i brought that up is because it's like the type of videos you're doing it's like it's a lot of respect <laughs> that goes into that because it's like uh you have to make sure it's accurate because people like to correct people all the time on oh, youtube yeah. so so it's like that's a lot of pressure and you know like i said it's i respect it mm -hmm. that's why i really i really mess with your videos oh no thankfully my content is usually somewhere between 10 15 minutes so those times i've had to like take those two videos and then re-upload them for accurate for my own personal sense of accuracy's sake <laughs> mm -hmm. like it wasn't too much of a loss honestly the biggest hit is like the view count youtube doesn't mm. like it when you take down stuff and re-upload it yeah. Uh, oh, yeah yeah but um i will say that i people still do try to correct me in the comment section <laughs> and <laughs> Most of the time, uh, it's pronunciation. It's like, I can't believe you mm. said this person's name like this. How, are, <laughs> how did you research this much and get this wrong? I can't believe it. I'm sitting here going, buddy, look. <laughs> Guys, the point the point is is that like you understand what he's trying to communicate, mm -hmm. not necessarily getting everything <laughs> yeah, right. You clearly understood who I was talking about. So <laughs> You understood. It's not uh, like I can say Yashtola all I want, but you know who I'm talking about, right? Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And I, the though the funniest uh, comments in some of these, like I've straight up just, I know this sounds mean, but I've straight up removed from the channel, mm. is when some people try to correct me in the comments, and then I get like an entire uh, dissertation's worth of headcanon mm. and just personal like opinion on. Well, this is why this happened, and this is why so and so did that. And I'm sitting here, and sometimes I read the whole thing, going, "How did you reach this conclusion?" <laughs> so, it, it, not, it, like for for real, I've gone back and read some of these things, and I like go through the books, and I've gone through some of the game files, and mm -hmm. I ask myself, "Where did this misunderstanding uh, come from?" And it, it it doesn't exist. They just at some point made the connection in their own head. Oh, this must be what they meant. And it was not, completely wrong. And so for the sake of making sure misinformation isn't spread like wildfire, if it's really bad, I've removed it from the channel. Though thankfully mm -hmm. I can only count like on one hand how many times I've had to do that. Okay. Uh, m most of the time, though, people just like to talk about their personal take and what uh -huh. see what others think. And I like that. I like to get yeah. a conversation going because... That's the beauty of art as like a storytelling method. You can say one line of dialogue and like everyone can get something different from it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do people have do people like argue in your comment section sometimes about stuff? I don't think they've like argued, argued. Uh, they've definitely disagreed with each other. But yeah. I've never, no one's ever, like, tugged my shoulder and been like, buddy, <laughs> you're going to have to take a look at this video comment section. <laughs> <laughs> right. This is one time I made a video on, like, it was just a satire thing about, like, you know, you tank, you pull. I wasn't saying anything about that you should. If if you pull, you tank. I didn't say that. It was just, like, 
I just found the whole interaction funny. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was like for days. <laughs> there was two people arguing for days. <laughs> I'm just going take. back and forth. Yeah. I'm just like, come on, can you can you not do this right now? <laughs> um, My notifications oh, spammed on it, but yeah, yeah, like people in the comment section, they just like need to relax sometimes. Like, I, I mean, you can say that about the internet in itself. Everybody yeah, likes true. to argue on the internet. No, exactly. And no matter how like negative or vitriolic some of the comments on my videos are, Mm -hmm. like that's the internet. If you're going to put yourself out there on YouTube, TikTok or Reddit or whatever, you got to expect that's going to come your way at some point. Mm -hmm. And even though that happens, then I look at like the videos, like approval ratings and like likes and dislikes ratios. And most of the time, I want to say like, if I was to average all of my videos together, I'd say like all of them together have like a 98% positive reception. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's good enough for me. Yeah. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, that's really good. Yeah. I like. Oh, go ahead. Uh, oh, I, I was just going to ask, um, are, are you like, how, are you constantly looking at your analytics? Is this something you just ignore? How, uh, how What's your approach on that? I actually do try to follow the analytics mm. because YouTube thankfully has a lot of. Uh, numerics that we as content creators are able to follow look at and observe and i feel like i would be foolish not to take advantage like of all that yeah do i let it influence my direction with the channel not necessarily i'm gonna put out lore content regardless of how bad a video does (laughs) but it will inform me what kind of lore videos people like more than others that's why it's taken me so long to get around to the history of Gridania, like lore video, for instance. Like I've done Ulda, I've done Limsa. I haven't gotten to Gridania yet because those videos took like an entire week's worth of research, writing, mm-hmm. rewriting, editing, and they did horribly. <laughs> <laughs> are, are you are you constantly you know going through New Game Plus or or, or looking at old cutscenes or how, how do you how do you go about that? Oh, I have never used New Game Plus. Uh-huh. Most Ooh. of it is like you said, going back through cutscenes, uh, going back through just dialogue boxes and stuff like that. And a lot of it is this might sound weird. It's just from memory. Oh, wow. Okay, um, that's impressive. So, like, whenever I try to get my facts straight on something like that, uh, there are, like, other, like, lore YouTubers I'll even, like, fact check myself against sometimes. Mm. Like, I'll send them a message like, hey, I'm putting this up on a video, and I'm not 100%, like, sure on it. What do you think? And they're like, Oh, no, yeah, you're right. Or they'll say something like, well, X, Y, and Z wasn't officially confirmed. And I'm like, okay, then I'll just keep it more ambiguous. Okay. Okay. So you mentioned um, you go make lore uh, videos regardless. What was your, um, what is your, like, your kind of, like, your goal? What do you do to like, project? Like, you just want, you just, you just want to do it for fun? Or you had, like, a specific goal in mind that you wanted to reach? Like, oh, does that make sense? Yeah, um, I do set goals for myself. I try to look at, I guess you could say like a game. Mm. I like to challenge myself to see like, okay, how many people can you entertain with this one? Or how many people can you entertain Mm. with that one? And stuff like that. And of course, not every video does well. And some sometimes the videos that do well weren't even the ones I put my A game into. <laughs> no, that's, oh, that's always that's always the, the case. <laughs> happens yeah. all the all time. All the time. When you put like hours of effort into something, and you're like, yeah, man, I put so much work into it. Zero. But I'm just like, I put some uh-huh. some BS on there when it's just like, oh, it took me five minutes to make thousands yeah <laughs> like exactly you'll you'll pour your blood sweat and tears into something and it'll get only like a few views and then meanwhile the next day you fart something out and oh well <laughs> now it's shared by thousands of people that's just great do, do you have a video that you were you were shocked or surprised that it got viral or, or, or blew up I don't think anything I've done has ever gone viral, but I mm-hmm. was very proud that the Dark Knight video eventually passed 100,000 views. Yeah, 
Well, mm. how, how did that video come together and um, what, what did you expect out of it? That one, I what, was that the first one that I, I think it might have been the first job video I ever did with Caddy Art, my artist, uh, the one who does the title, some of the title cards on my channel. I was about to ask about that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think it was the first official job video that her and I worked on together. So to because of that, and because I've played a lot of Dark Knight and 14, I put a lot of time, effort, and work into it. And I'm not trying to say I didn't do that for all the other job videos. Yeah. It just felt like a special occasion because it was like, uh, it was it felt like I was going on to the next level and stuff. So I'm like, okay, I have to double, like really try with this one. So it, it feels good knowing that something I did give my A game to did so well. Do, do you edit your own videos? Yes, uh, I do all my research, writing, editing, recording, all done by me. Uh, Caddy does some of the title cards and art you see on my channel. But other than that, it's all me. So how does... Oh, go, go, ahead, go, go ahead. ahead. So how does... Uh, how do you... Um, so do you like make the story first? Because a lot of your... Um, on the videos, it's like the art is like... Like for the story so you just tell her the story you're trying to tell inside the, uh, the the beginning of it and then she just makes art for it basically uh, uh so what happens is that all of those stories are my i guess you could say original creations i simply mm -hmm. take what i understand about the world of final fantasy 14 and i imagine to myself would this exist in this world uh -huh. and if the answer is yes then i will try to draw a story around that and then i present it to caddy and she comes back with a few pictures, and I'm like, yes, yes, no, yes, yes. And then we'll just go from there. Mm. It's because it's, it's all really good. Like, it's like very, like, you, like, like it's, it's like you read it out of a book, like yourself, like you didn't even make it. Like, I mean, of course you made it, but it's like, where do you get this stuff from? It's like, this is cool. Oh, uh, from, like, from my dumb brain. <laughs> like, the ninja one was like real cool. I like the ninja one. The the warrior one was impactful to me, and the samurai one, and the dark knight one was like, whoa, that's cool. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, the the next video I wanted to to talk to you about was your your, your spoiler video, because I, I I think this is a this is a topic that it's very, I, I think the Final Fantasy community has an interesting take on spoilers, which to I have me, never seen the community so nuts on spoilers. Right. Everything's a goddamn spoiler, I, bro. <laughs> so <laughs> Everything's I, I, a spoiler. I personally think that it's a little overblown. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. No, so, I a hundred percent agree with you. How, on that. How, where, where, where did this video come from? Um, where did the idea come from? And why, why, why did you make it? Well, I think at the time I was hearing a lot of people talk about like spoilers and the nature of spoilers. So, of course, like, and I think some people were, like, even asking, like, what do I judge as spoiler territory? And I'm like, you know what? Instead of answering all these questions individually, I will answer all of you at the same time. <laughs> so, I dedicated an entire video to that, just to kind of show where I personally stand when it comes to spoilers and why I may... Uh, check off a, a video as a spoiler warning and why other videos i do not mm. i will say okay. your what when, when you your your intros when you make spoiler warnings they're they're pretty good they're, they're entertaining <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, this video is rated b for back the heck up <laughs> you yeah. better back up <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's fantastic that's really cool um In your roundtable with other lore creators, you spoke about how you wanted to see character stories fleshed out like a Stinian story. Which character's lore do you think has the most potential? Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is tough. Mm -hmm. Because we've been traveling with the Scions of the Seventh Dawn for a decade now. Right. There mm -hmm. is, like, 
little to nothing left to mystery anymore than something that the writers simply want to decide is brand new. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, out of nowhere in the next expansion, they can say, oh, Urian Jay's back, and he's brought his collection of butterflies with him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, oh, he's into butterflies? Oh, he's always been into butterflies. He just never decided to tell us until now. Mm-hmm. It's oh, like, yeah, yeah, sure. it, stuff like that. But... Honestly, when it comes to characters with the most potential, I think it's the Scions B team that I'd want to see more of. And when I say Scions B team, I mean like Hori Boulder, his brother, mm. and all of those <laughs> and all those uh, guys and gals that you've seen around the Rising Stones and stuff. But you never like do much with them aside from maybe go and talk to them now and then. Uh huh. Yeah, I agree. Um, I feel like yeah, we should definitely come up with like new people, but like you, we've been so attached to the, you know, original castle. I don't know if they could like really do that, but at the same time, it's good to have like a fresh take on things because yeah, it's here, supposed to be a new adventure and stuff. So here, here, here's exactly, a, here's a question for you, Shiloh. Um, ten years from now, when we get to I don't know, fourteen point or whatever, whatever expansion we get to. I'll be thirty-eight. <laughs> how, how many? How many of the current <laughs> scions of the Seventh Dawn? How many of them are going to be in that expansion at the end, or do you think they're going to start killing characters off? I don't think they're going to kill people off. I think they might write them out. They're never going to write your Stola out. <laughs> do that. I, I will write. I will write. <laughs> but what I do want to see, and I think, um, scribe. Uh, he mentioned that in one of his videos is about Alphino and Alice and their age up. Yes, yes. Because that growth spurt, I think, I think he's, you're the one who mentioned that, like a growth spurt. Hmm. I'm not sure. Elves and growth spurts are later than most races. But yeah. Do you, yeah. Do you see that happening? Until we pop this time bubble, we're never going to see anything. Y'all understand that, right? What is a time bubble? Can you explain it to mm-hmm. the... To oh, the, yeah, there's no, there's no the really, folks. like... There's no really, like... Because the way it kind of is, it's like... They don't put an actual time of, like, months, days, and years on anything. Exactly. Because they, they want to make it so, like, you know... Uh, if someone was playing from, like, from beginning to end in a month, it's not, like, five years or something. Like, mm-hmm. ten years like us. Mm-hmm. Fall Fantasy XIV is currently in what we would call a time bubble because ever since ARR's release date, no official passage of time has been acknowledged. Mm. Like, for instance, they acknowledge that five years have passed between the end of 1.0 to the beginning of 2.0. No mention of time passing has been mentioned since then. Now, of course... Some of the characters during certain cutscenes will say like, oh, it took you a few days to travel here from here, yeah? But that's not consequential when we have no idea exactly how much time is happening between all these events. Yeah. Like, we don't know if the amount of time passing between 2.0 to Endwalker is a year Five years? That's a lot of in a year. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So until the uh, the time bubble pops, we have absolutely no clue not only how much time has passed, but how old all these all these characters should be. And I think Yoshi P even said they're afraid to pop that bubble because that would mean that they have to age up Alphino and Alize, which mm. their marketing oh. team probably doesn't want to because <laughs> But for reasons. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, yeah, yeah, I can see. Huh. Well, what reasons? What reasons is it? Uh, number one, because the characters have been like identified and like gotten to be known as like these spunky little kids the entire time. So to get to know them as spunky like adolescents and spunky adults <laughs> would be a bit uh jarring to some players you you would get some people that are like i want my ch-. as weird as it sounds some some players would be like no i want them to stay kids oh i've been on twitter <laughs> no. <laughs> no yeah trust me i'm i'm not touching that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> personally i want to pop the time bubble but that's just me as a storyteller i want to see this world grow evolve and change yes. And that means letting the kids grow up. 
That means letting these things happen. Do you think it's also not just because of the NPCs, but also the player, technically? The player as well. It also has to do with the Warrior of Light, because, yeah. of course, you got a lot of players that say, like, No! My Warrior of Light isn't suddenly 40! They're forever <laughs> young! <laughs> yeah. I don't know, maybe... Spoiler word, maybe some other, like, you know, Medeon-style, like, villain trying to control time, <laughs> and then that's when they oh, pop the bubble. please, <laughs> no, we don't need more time travel nonsense. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Not only have we created multiple paradoxes, mm -hmm. but we've used different types of time travel every single time. <laughs> it triggered him because I saw that video. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, oh, that's his personal bias. I hate time traveling stories. Yeah, I I think that's actually yeah, a pretty good segue I because I I am interested in asking um, from a narrative standpoint, are you more of a movie guy? Are you more of a TV show guy? Uh, where where do you stand on that uh, on that debate? Oh, I'm an everything uh, kind mm. of guy. Mm. I enjoy entertainment media. Period. It doesn't matter if it's a great book a great movie, TV show, or video game. Storytelling has been around since the like dawn of humanity. Like, back during the Ungabunga days, we had cave drawings, and we would shout stories at each other around a campfire. Mm. I mean, and that has slowly evolved into, like, songs and plays, which evolved into books, which evolved into what we have now. And so I feel like I would be denying myself all sorts of like great stories if i limited myself to one genre mm. uh -huh. yeah you're right what, what, yeah. what, what did you what, what did you think of uh of the last season of game of thrones <laughs> I, I don't watch game of thrones so i'm not sure oh man i honestly i could rant about some of the choices <laughs> coming out of hollywood yeah in like the past decade but i won't mm. <laughs> <laughs> but no and honestly i tried to mm -hmm. get into like that type of studio work out of college and mm -hmm. it didn't pan out so i guess i feel like in a way i might have dodged a bullet <laughs> yeah because you know you don't want to talk about what disney's doing right now <laughs> oh no 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 god uh, everything's a hot button topic right now so it's i tough. feel like kind of just doing my own thing over here on my own mm -hmm. corner of the internet i'm just that's just fine by me for now mm. okay so what 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 uh what, what was the reason as to why you wanted to get into youtube and content creation in the first place well uh like i said i once I graduated from college, I wanted to get into studio work as either like a writer, a editor, what have you, because that's steadily became my passion as I was going through college. Originally, I went in as a chemistry major, but that's an entire other story. Yeah. <laughs> so I got into that. And of course, I wasn't able to get a job because I learned very early on Unless you already know people in that line of work, it's that kind of thing where, oh, uh, do you have five years work experience in this field already? <laughs> and I'm sitting there going, of course I don't. And I'm like, oh, well, sorry. Mm. So, of course, I had to make ends meet by working uh, other jobs uh, in the meantime. And eventually it got to the point that I was a retail manager. And I was retail manager at a pharmacy during COVID of all things. <laughs> oh no. Oh yeah. <sighs> oh, so eventually <laughs> it got to the point that I was bed up. I was like, I'm angry. I'm miserable. I'm not doing what I want to do. I'm going to do what I want to do. So <laughs> I just grabbed my stuff mm -hmm. and like, kind of looked over and now I've, I've been playing 14 up to that point I've been a huge fan of the game for a while mm -hmm. and I realized we don't have like like you said a Vati Vidya or a My Name is Bife or Fudge My Bit for Fun Mason 14 we don't have a big lore person so I'm like you know what I'll, I'll try I'll put my hat in the ring and see what happens so I 
just picked up my book, started writing, applied everything I learned about entertainment and storytelling to my videos, and I like to think that it's some of <laughs> what I got, uh, learned in college has proven itself to be uh, useful. Yeah, <laughs> I I mean, I I didn't know you uh you you went to college for that. I mean, it's really well done. I mean, it, oh, thank it, you. It shows, it shows yeah. in your videos. For sure. Mm. So now now it makes more sense as to why it's like so good it's like like i said you're well on your way like just make more things uh the more you do it the more ideas you're gonna get and stuff oh like that. yeah exactly a lot of yeah. people ask me oh are you gonna get aren't you gonna get burnt out i'm like with what <laughs> not if you love if you like what you're doing you can't get burnt out yeah no, exactly yeah. and this is my passion this is always what i've wanted to do mm. and even though like it's for a youtube channel it's very small scale and just me and of course caddy it's still my passion, so I'm going to give it my all regardless. It doesn't matter if it's a small piece of work or highbrow studio work with a million dollar budget. You might as well give it your all. Yeah. When 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 did you jump into 14? Ah, uh, 1.0 beta. Oh, really? Oh, you're you're OG then. Oh yeah. How to, okay. to, walk, walk us through that. Are you sure you want me to walk you through 1.0? Are you sure? <laughs> like, how, I, what did you think of the game? Um, you know, did you stick with it? I, I know, I know the stories of how 1.0 went, and I want to hear yours. Oh boy, strap in! <laughs> <laughs> All right. So when 1.0 first came out on the beta, at least I was a huge fan of Final Fantasy 11. Actually, I had played that for a while, and I'm like, really? Uh, Square Enix is releasing another Final Fantasy MMO, yeah. and this time I can like be boots on the ground, ground zero? Heck yeah, let's do it! So I got in, got in on the beta, and of course I'm sitting there walking around like, uh... Um... What is this? <laughs> there's, uh, it's pretty, I'll give them that, but yeah. uh, what? what's this you want? Where am I going? <laughs> <laughs> and like exactly like that was it like it had it looked pretty good and it had decent music but everything else the ui was bad characters were written poorly the story was all over the place you didn't even know where you were going half the time <laughs> and if you chose the wrong city state to start in uh, for your profession, you were going to have to do a walkathon across the entirety of Eorzea to get where you needed to go. Wow. Whoa, it was like that. It wasn't like, oh, yeah. oh, oh my goodness. Uh -huh. Oh, yeah. So it was nasty. And you know how we have the market boards right now and everything? Yeah. Yeah. It was there's none. Oh, well, mm, there was a market, but <laughs> imagine going into a imagine you're in Ulda, right and okay. you have the lines of stalls with the npcs all selling stuff yeah imagine those npcs are players <gasps> and each player is selling their own shit what? <laughs> wow. now imagine dozens of these lines of stalls and having to go through every single player to find what you want <laughs> No, <laughs> it was they made it, they made it too immersive, I guess. Oh yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> they they went too hard. They went way too hard, and like that was eventually. I wasn't able to. I didn't stick around long enough to get the benefits of some of the. Uh, uh, I guess you would call them like veteran players or whatever. Oh, the tattoo. But, the tattoo. Yeah, that, that stuff. I didn't. I I, I unsubbed like in my third month right before that mm -hmm. so i'm just like no i'm done this is not only is this boring none of my friends are playing it and i'm just done yeah so how i heard oh go ahead go ahead no i heard that like a plant has the same amount of polygons as a player character <laughs> oh more in fact oh. <laughs> <laughs> Would, would, you, would you ever make a would you ever make a video about 1.0 describe uh or maybe uh technically i have already oh did yeah. you did, is there one where you go through the story of it well not i haven't gone through the story but i did talk about nail von darnis the mm. original villain of Final fantasy 14 uh, yeah that's right. and how 
Nail is actually pulling a Mulan, <laughs> and it's actually a girl, and it's her brother. Her name is Eula. She's crazy as all hell. <laughs> oh, interesting. I I think I yeah actually I just saw that um I just see it on your page right now I'll probably watch that later. No. Yeah. What, what what did you think of of A R R? A R R original. At first, I almost didn't give it a chance. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh. it, this almost never happened mm -hmm. because I was so burned by 1.0 mm -hmm. that I was like, look, I was so hyped for another 14 uh, Final Fantasy MMO and it was absolute dog water. I am done. But then, like, ta-da, years later, here's ARR. And one of my friends was like, dude, you have to play Final Fantasy 14 again. It is so much better. Everything like looks good, feels good. It's amazing. You have to give this game a second chance. And I'm sitting there, and I was extremely skeptical at first. I was like, "Are you sure? Are you absolutely positive?" And eventually, I'm like, "Okay, you know what? Fine." But you are going to have to hold my hand through like the first like day <laughs> because I'm not doing this stuff alone again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, no, once I logged in and I saw how much better everything was and how much more fun everything had become, I was like, boom, I'm sold. I'm done. Uh, so, and ever since then, I've just been playing 14. Yeah, what, what did you think of the of the story as a whole? Uh, of ARR? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Honestly, I know ARR gets a lot of flack for dragging its heels and stuff, yeah. but personally i don't hold that against the writers you have to remember they were in a weird position they had just taken over a game that was commercially one of square enix's biggest financial flops in a while so i don't blame them or the writing team for essentially taking their time testing the waters trying a whole lot of other different things to try and grab an audience so does it feel slow yes and that's by design they want you to stay or like to like explore the world and the only way to do that is to do a lot of world building to do a lot of things that engage you with the content mm -hmm. and that takes time yeah yeah i i um arr was interesting for me because i never played any mmo and the only real other Final Fantasy game that I ever played was 7 and Crisis Core. So uh. when I went into ARR, it was it was different. You know, I like I said, I've never played an MMO. And it took me a while to actually enjoy it, to enjoy myself. Because I, I don't think it actually clicked for me until I was halfway into Heaven's Lord. And... Um, mm. That that and and I, I remember watching the uh, the Joe Cat video of uh, so it took me 300 hours to like Final Fantasy 14 and I think he, he, he I think they made a, a lot of good points um, in that video because for me I just felt that there was something missing I just felt that the gameplay was a little bit you know tedious and mm -hmm. it just it just never clicked for me until. Like I said, halfway into Heaven's Lord. So I, so I wanted to ask you both, you know, when did the game click for you? I have to tell you exactly why, like, so, okay, so, it was, for me, it was between, because I just love Final Fantasy, I just love Final Fantasy, I don't, I didn't care about, like, uh, things being slow, because it's a, it was a turn-based game, so I was, I was glad that I could play a Final Fantasy game that was kind of like, like, uh, I wasn't like real time action, but it was like you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. So um, it was between Lightning's Returns and Final Fantasy 14. I was gonna buy Lightning's Returns first, but I got 14 because I you know I was gonna play with some friends, but I didn't have a job or nothing, <laughs> so I couldn't really get both. But I I knew it was a subscription based game, so I know I had 30 days <laughs> to to play the game. So I'll be real, I skipped. All the cutscenes. <laughs> <laughs> I skipped all the yeah, cutscenes yeah, yeah. because I just wanted to go and uh, I just wanted to play the content mm -hmm. because I, I 
I didn't uh, really think the story was going to be that great because mm-hmm. I heard the story wasn't great from 1.0, and then I didn't really get into the into the story until the um, 2. 2.2.x patches, uh-huh. and like when it was like Leviathan and everything, and then it went back, and I was like, oh, I missed all this, and it's like the story is kind of is kind of all right, yeah. but what really actually no scratch that what really got me into the story was Coil, mm-hmm. the binding the binding um the binding uh coils yeah that is when i was like yo this is cool this is from 1.0 like this is what the story is about and then i went back mm-hmm. but yeah uh, did you do a video on coil yet i'm not sure i haven't i planned on doing that after i finished all the dungeons for arr let's go <laughs> <laughs> well once i finish all the dungeons of arr i plan on doing of course the raids and stuff like that and yeah. then of course i'll move on to heaven's word Mm-hmm. But that's that, of course, has been a slow process. And for me, when it comes to clicking, it was immediately as I started playing 2.0. Because mm. anything was better than 1.0 at that point. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I so guess I'm comparing. just like, really? I'm comparing apples to oranges here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, if, you, if it makes sense, yeah. No, so, yeah. Um, so what's the difference between um, your opinion on it back then and then when you compare it to the expansions now? Like... How do you feel about AR, like, right now versus back then? Uh, honestly, I still feel like the Yoshi P and his team were doing the best with what they had at the time. So, again, I can't blame them for the choices they made and the avenues they chose. But if I was going to compare them now in hindsight, uh-huh. I feel like they've gone a bit too happy with the Nerf Hammer if that makes sense Mm. because lately they've been going back through a lot of older content and even back to arr and like nerfing a lot of the encounters and bosses to the point that some mechanics don't even pop up anymore yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. and that that was actually my my first experience because i i got into 14 pretty late i got into it um after the endwalker trailer came out uh, but before endwalker so my experience mm. through ARR's dungeons and trials were just tank pulls everything and I'm just trying to keep up with the party. And that, oh, you're it, a baby. It was not, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was not an enjoyable experience. Uh, and yeah. honestly, it feels like wall-to-wall tank pulls and then tank and spank the boss is what most of the content in dungeons is now. Like, yeah. But, like, for instance, let's compare... Uh, the current raids to ARR's raids, for example. Uh, in the current raids, not that I don't like the story, I love that I'm learning more about the 12, you have no idea how happy I am. (laughs) (laughs) But um, mechanically, uh, think about the first raid uh, series in that. If I Byrgot, Ralgar, Azima, and then Nalthal at the end. And for the most part, it's tank just tanks the boss avoid aoe's and do mechanics as required now compare that to labyrinth of the ancients back in arr when that was first released the very first boss the zombie dragon demanded that the players cooperate on a level that you don't see anymore uh in that fight uh when the zombie dragon went down skeletons would spawn and then the people would have to kite the skeletons individually to different corners of the map so that they could be dps down and it wouldn't wipe everyone nowadays people can just tank and spank the zombie dragon and not worry about that mechanic but back then it was a guaranteed kill if you didn't do that and you saw that throughout the entire dungeon the first boss did that the second boss with the Dullahan, you had to pay attention to like the magic pots and heal them. And then the third boss with Behemoth, you had to take care of the towers, bombs, and uh, I think it was Magitek Knights as well. And then the third boss, like stand on the platform and erect the magic barrier or you die. So the entire raid was demanding that all 24 people work together to some capacity. But the only mechanic that does that in the new raid is, like, the last boss with Noddal, where everyone has to essentially, like, oh, the balance the scales. Yeah. And that's it. That's true. So, 
the design philosophy, you can see the change in design philosophy from then to now. And I do I feel like we've lost something along the way? Yes. But I also understand they're trying to cater to a very casual demographic, a very... Uh, and also consoles, too. They've been doing a lot of uh, changes and adjustments to satisfy the PlayStation players. Yeah. I feel like they should bring some of that stuff back with Criterion Dungeons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I... I sh- <sighs> Oh, the Criterion Dungeon. Yeah. yeah. I I was so I, I was so disappointed that the uh, the hard version of the uh, was it the variant dungeon that it didn't have any sort of glam. It didn't have any sort of rewards to do yeah. it. So I just, yeah, they just I, need to do some of that stuff. I, I honestly didn't even, didn't even touch it. Honestly, you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, don't get me wrong. I think the Criterion Dungeon was amazing for like lore fans like me because I got an entire book of lore pages to play with when it comes to <laughs> Ulda. So I was very happy there. But once I realized that the hard mode had no real rewards attached to it aside from some material, I'm sitting here going, mm. "Well, what?" How are you encouraging people to play this exactly? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they should they should do something with it, like maybe separate some some stuff from Savage into there. But I don't know. But uh, mm. I have a very simple question for you. Hey, what's up? What's your main job? Dark and Knight. why? Dark Knight. Dark Knight. And Let's go. Dark Knight reason... means. Let's go. Yeah, Dark Knight means. <laughs> uh, and the reason is very simple, actually. Uh, I have always, from the bottom of my heart, been a fan of spellsword characters in media. Mm, so me anything too. that mixes melee and magic is an automatic A plus in my book. So, so Dark Knight, Red Mage, Gunbreaker. It, exactly. So when ARR first came out, I was a dragoon. Okay. And I'm like, okay, yeah, Dragoon, Lances, that's a lot of fun. And then I ended up maining Summoner for a while uh, to the end of AR because mm. I'm like, okay, that's enough. Pokey pokey, time to do some magic. Let, 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 let's scratch the magic itch for a while. And this was back when they actually had dots. But <laughs> Oh, yeah. They had all and, the uh, dots. So started Dragoon, uh, went into Summoner, and then the big announcement that Dark Knight was going to be a thing mm. in Heavensward. And, I'm, and then I saw the like trailer for like the mix of Melee and Magic. I'm like, yes! <laughs> so when Heavensward dropped the, you know, I marched into Ishgard, grabbed my Dark Knight Soul Crystal, went to Northern Thanalan. And you farmed it. And, and then I... Eight grinded up yes. to level fifty, oh and then God. I continued the MSQ. The nostalgia, <laughs> bro. Fate grinding in Northern Thanalan. Oh. You brought me back, <laughs> yo. You brought me back because I remember that was a way to level back then. It was, had, it was the yes. way to level back then. Yeah, to just fate grind, and it's like, oh god, I need a party invite. I need a party of my, or, and then, like, you, I remember there was that one uh, collection of three fates, then, that if yes. someone pushed it, like, half the people would start screaming and crying, like, I can't believe it, we were farming ads, you jerk! <laughs> Blacklist this person! Blacklist them. And I'm sitting here going, guys, it's just a, it'll pop back in another ten minutes, relax! Uh, oh my god, man. Uh, those were you don't see those moments in 14 anymore which is a shame because i feel like those are the moments that really like makes an mmo's community like worth being playing an mmo for honestly yeah 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 i yeah i wish there was more stuff in the world you can do like i like i like the hunt trains hunt trains people still do hunt trains but like it was very different it's it's different now than back then because it's like you kind of meet the same people because you can only be in your server you can only you meet the same people and then i will you may i made a lot of friends like doing hunt trains and stuff like that yeah so, I, I i will say they i i think for me personally i i really hope the starts interesting in terms of combat mm-hmm. you know give, yeah. give me a an overworld dungeon you know, give me give me like a cave that I could go into and find a chest at the end with like a mm-hmm. cool looking weapon. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. As simple as that can, can be, you know, a whole lot of difference. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't know what they could do though because uh, the way that they designed it so far, like, it's kind of weird. Like, I personally, I just want something. I don't know if you've been to Balmung. <laughs> But, uh, I have for research purposes, yes. Okay, okay. <laughs> no, I just, there was a time where I transferred my server to Baomong just because I just liked going to Old Da and then just seeing a bunch of people there. Mm. And it's just lively, sort of like when I was on my other server and it was just just empty in, in the quicksands. Mm -hmm. I just like being, like, making it feel like an MMO where, like, it's just strange. It's like there's a housing crisis, and there's like there's like no one could get houses. But then when you go to the housing ward, I don't see anybody. <laughs> and then you the left Walmart because uh, the floor was sticky all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> mainly to play with friends. But every right. time you teleport into Ul Die, immediately your first few steps is just. <laughs> it's like oh god what is this uh, so I, it I, only gets worse the closer you get to the adventurers guild yeah Jobs, I, yeah i i think we would be doing a disservice to our uh, watchers if i don't ask um how, how how do you think uh how do you think this whole story is gonna wrap up with gobez uh, honestly, we're in a point where I don't know what's coming next, and I like that because mm -hmm. usually I can like theorize like if a the story said like oh we're going to back to the far east for instance I'd be mm -hmm. able to say things, something like okay well I know about all these places that we haven't been mm -hmm. and what their history is so though that might not be a surprise but uh. I, w I was one of the people that was sitting there when, like, they were saying, oh, Warrior of Light, you should go back to your adventurer roots and all that good crap. And I was sitting there like, yes, let's go back to our adventurer roots. And then suddenly we're thrown into the void and it's another world-ending disaster. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, back to our adventurer's roots. All <laughs> yeah, that. that's the thing. I, I feel like it was a little bit too soon for that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was too soon. But as far as Golbez is concerned, I would like for him to be the kind of villain that stands on his own two feet. I understand that this is, of course, taking heavy inspiration from Final Fantasy IV, and Golbez wasn't the big bad in that game. Yeah, he he was ultimately being puppeted by the bigger bad, and of course, a lot of people are saying like, "Oh, that's what's going to happen here. Golbez is just going to be the front man for an even badder bad." And I'm like. <laughs> That's too that, that that's too easy. I want Golbez yeah. to be his own villain with his own reasons. Yeah. Is do you think do you think Zero is going to make it to 7.0? I sure hope so. <laughs> I sure hope not. Oh. What? <laughs> you do, you don't want the hat tipping? Oh my god. <laughs> her and her and she can go back to working at Hot Topic. <laughs> Um, I, I, I saw a comment on Reddit uh, a while ago about they were, they were just theory crafting and I wanted to get your take on this. So a guy wrote, um, Gobez's plan is to crash the moon into the planet to bring some semblance of ethereal ballast to the 13. As a lore master yourself, what do you think about that? Is that, is that, is, is that too way what do you think what do you think that's not what? happening <laughs> how how would that bring ethereal balance to the th what uh. the moon <laughs> crashing into the world yep. how would the whole zone. we have to, we can't go we can't go in the, meet the uh, lapras no more <laughs> on what grounds <laughs> like what I would love to hear this person's reasoning for that. I feel for that. I feel like right. there's an entire <laughs> like take here I'm not getting because like uh. <laughs> so here's the thing when Zodiac was slain all the different pieces of him that were scattered between the different sh uh, remaining shards also essentially disapparated mm -hmm. and became part of their respective worlds including mm -hmm. the uh, the Void, the 13th. Heck, we don't even know what happened to Zodiac's Fragment there because the world had already succumbed to darkness. Right. And so, what's going on on the moon is weird and at the moment, there's nothing for the moon to collide into. Mm. The world is more or less 
a husk of what it used to be. That's why when we go to the 13th, it's all just these floating islands of matter that don't make sense anymore because Aether has more or less, it, it's gone. Mm. Like it, the, the fundamental driving force of life and physics and matter is gone. That's why nothing there makes sense. Mm. So colliding the moon with the husk of a world, <laughs> ha, I, I, whoever you are, I would love to get <laughs> to have to continue this conversation with you and figure that, out like how you got this. That gives me an idea. Maybe um, maybe do you, would I don't know if you ever thought about it, but like maybe have you ever thought about like going in like different communities or different like places and kind of like having this like you know like posts different Give like me that your and worst then like take. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, my worst take? Yeah. Oh, my worst take is they never should have allowed single players to own houses in 14. Mm. There, there it is. There it is, everybody. Uh, there it is. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, they opened the a way can that of they worms that they can't close now. <laughs> the way that they did it, I don't agree with. I don't think they should have shared it with the FC. They should have made something different for them. Mm. But. Man, that's, that's it. Like when they did it so soon too, it's just like, oh, next patch. Okay, people could just buy houses. No, like, yeah, that that was an entire. I personally feel that was a the entire reason we're having a housing crisis right now is because that was such a huge mistake that they didn't handle nearly fast enough, and that's why we're having a huge housing crisis. Yeah, it's but a ten year housing crisis. A ten year housing crisis. That's my worst take. I I honestly, whenever I hear. Uh, a brand new FC joined Final Fantasy XIV. I'm really happy for them. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. I'm, you and all your friends started playing XIV. That's great. B but we can't get a house because all of them are uh, taken in our server. And I'm like, oh, well, that sucks. And then I'll look at the housing list for that server and see like 70% of them are owned by single players. And I'm like, oh, well, huh. Look at that. <laughs> yep. That and the, like, um, they made it like really cheap. Hmm. And everything like that too. Like, I mean, back in the day, two mil was a lot. Now it's just like nothing. Like, now it's nothing. And the thing that rustles my jimmies the hardest is when I see some single player buys a mansion, like a large plot. Yeah. And then they do nothing with it. It, it just leave it empty. They just leave it empty. Maybe they'll throw a few things on the lawn just to, I don't know, insult us. But, <laughs> and then it's just empty the whole time. Those are the people I would not shed a tear if their accounts suddenly just evaporated. Well, <laughs> I I, I want to thank you again, Scribe, for for coming on to the show. Um, oh yeah, of course. This was this was really fun. I I do want to ask, uh, what what what's next for for the lore master himself? Even more lore content. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Honestly, there's still so much. Even though it feels like I've covered so much already, there's still a lot that I haven't, and it will definitely take time yeah, for me a lot, to man. get to. Yeah, it's a pretty like genius kind of thing to talk about because they will never actually like run out of lore. They'll just keep making more. Yeah, yeah. You can always go deeper and deeper. But hey, before we go, you take a picture. <laughs> I need a picture. <laughs> I'll post it on Twitter. <laughs> go to G post. <laughs> oh yeah, but uh, but thank you for having me. This has been like a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm I, I like I said like I said at the beginning, I I, I was shocked you even responded. So <laughs> I oh, of course. And honestly, th this is a message to anyone: never be afraid to ask. Like. For the opinions or takes of large or content creators, even if you think they're big, the worst thing they can do is say no or not message back. Because yeah. then you wouldn't have moments like this. If you never messaged me, we wouldn't have been able to sit down and talk. Yeah. Sweet. Would you come back again? <laughs> Why not? Honestly, I didn't even notice an hour had passed. Right? You <laughs> <laughs> mean either? Yeah. I was no, like, yeah. Oh. There's still so much for us to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot. Yeah. If, if um, anything, um, after the MSQ drops, that would be. Hey, hey maybe um, maybe uh, are you? Did you watch State of the? Do you watch State of the Realm or did you watch it? Uh, uh I know of it. Mm -hmm. Did you, um, I know when Ethis was on their, uh, channel, they did a, like a, uh, like a quiz, like a lore quiz. Oh boy. 
That actually sounds delightful. I would do terrible, but I want no, to do it no, still. No, no, yeah, get like Final Fantasy fourteen fun facts, get oh. Stout Helm. Like get all the uh, get the lore gang together. Oh, okay. All right. Okay, you gave it a let's write let's let's write that down. <laughs> let's write that down. Uh you're 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 the best. Right. Yeah. I, I gotta, uh, you're mad cool, no. bro. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, do you want to plug your your channel? Any anything else you want to plug, and then just call uh, me sure. I mean, if this is your first time hearing me or getting to know me, I am the Synodic Scribe. I am a writer, content creator, voice actor, whatever you want to call me, and I make lore videos currently for Final Fantasy fourteen. I eventually plan on expanding into other territories, maybe if the channel takes off, uh, like into the stratosphere. But for now, I'm very happy making lore content for the Final Fantasy fourteen community on what I consider to be a great MMO world. Mm-hmm. So come on by my YouTube channel at Scribe, Follow me on Twitter, Scribe, and yeah, all that good stuff. Yeah. Huh, I don't know why I don't follow. Thank you. Me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for showing up. Uh thank you for everybody in the chat who is watching all my all my four viewers. You are the best. And We've um, had an audience? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know. Oh wait, hello people. <laughs> wait, I do follow you. Okay. Uh, uh thank you again and um tune in next week for next week's episode.